Hi, everybody. We are no longer living life in paradise. It, it is, is not a fairy tale. What's up, Miss Lady? Hey, how are you doing today, girl? I am doing well. Um, just a reminder, It Is Not a Fairy Tale is a podcast that touches on relationships and this thing called marriage and how we can improve it and be our best selves or try at least to be our best selves right um and just put it out there we are not professionals not at all we just think we're know everything about relationships i I don't think i know everything i think i know a lot no i don't think i know a lot i think i'm figuring it out i just take this thing like aa one day at a time one day yeah (laughs) but i tend i tend to learn from other couples yes yeah, so that's where I get a lot of my information from. I'm one of those people. I'll watch you make a mistake and I'll try not to do the same thing. Yes. So, that's you smart. know. So, how has your week been so far? My week has been awesome. My weekend was great. I went to Kentucky to visit my family. And me and the hubs, we had a really great time in Kentucky. So, it, we had an awesome weekend. And we had the little guy with us, the little big guy. And... We had a great weekend, a lot of funny moments with a 13-year-old, so that was good. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Well, my weekend was good. I started off um, Saturday with my swim lessons. Oh, how did that go? It it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, I'm not necessarily scared of the water, uh-huh. but I just don't know, like, all the technicalities of swimming. Stand up. Huh? Just stand up. I mean, I know that. Like, that's extra basic. But I mean, just, you know, how to breathe, how to keep your eyes open, like, things like that. How to float. Like, you know, I don't know how to float. Right. My husband. But I floated. You did. I floated on Saturday. Oh, did you have the little things on your arm? No. You did it all by yourself. Yeah. Well, I was holding on to the edge. But that's a start. But this Saturday coming, I'm going to do it without holding on to the edge and float on my back. That's the the goal. Just trust the water. You won't drown. Okay. Because, you know, know that you can put your feet on the ground and just stand up. It's okay. Just relax. Well, she taught us how to properly stand, get to the standing point. Right. So, um, but it was interesting. What kind of tripped me out was I just felt like, I know it's the why. I feel like the pool should be heated. Which one were you at? The one out um, your way. Oh, I, I've never noticed it. That water was cold as hell. Like, I felt warmer getting out of the water. I've never noticed that the water's cold. That water Maybe was Maybe they cold. just didn't have the thing turned on. Because it's always perfect when we get in the water. Well, she said they don't even have pool heaters. Oh. So, it was cold. I was like, it... Uh, and it's wintertime, too. Yeah. So, that's the difference. And by the end of... Like, I didn't warm up until, like, right before the lesson was over. Well, you have to get in the jacuzzi after you get in the pool and then take your shower and stuff. I went I went to the sauna room. Oh, okay. That works up. out. Yeah. Well what tripped me out was when I got to the sauna room, it was like three women in there who were like fully dressed in gym attire. Like right. leggings, shirt and jacket and gym shoes. They're just trying to sweat. But they weren't even sweating. It's hot in there. How were they not sweating? What they, I'll say what I'm going to say. Oh, boy. Okay. So, mind you, I'm coming in there like soaking wet from the pool in a swimming suit. I stayed in there for about five minutes, and I couldn't take it anymore. Right. Like, I couldn't. I felt like you I couldn't could breathe. could breathe. Right. So, the women who were in there prior to me, and I, I love my people, they were our African sisters. 
So oh. I just felt like they were used to it. <laughs> they were used to it. They was just trying to fat out, um, sweat out some fat. Yes. Yeah. So. But I just, I was like, I can't take I feel good now, but I just couldn't take it. But it does feel good to take a deep breath of that hot air. I don't know. I feel like I'm suffocating. No, it feels, just trust your body. Okay. I guess. Yeah. It's good. Um, so what else? We didn't do too much after that. We just kind of hung out. Um, I am, you know, I'm on my low sugar diet. Right. I broke down and I got some pancakes from the Cracker Barrel they were probably for dinner. so good. Yes. And it didn't help that I kept seeing the signs everywhere because you know it's one off of every exit. Right. And then my child remixed a Sierra song into... She, her wanting to go to Cracker Barrel. Well, you know, she likes to go eat breakfast on Saturdays. I know. So, she, that was just her dropping the hint that I she know. wanted to go to Cracker Barrel. At least it wasn't IHOP this time. I, yes, because that would not have been going down. Right. Yes. So. But I got my pancakes and I got my life. It was good. But I did have to work extra hard to take over my extra grams of sugar. <laughs> right. So, you still. <laughs> it was like a week's worth of grams of sugar. <laughs> Well, why you at that Y, girl? Go on and work that out and get in that sauna, girl. Sweat that that um, syrup out your system. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Yeah. Get the syrup out your system, girl. Yes, yes, yes. Just drink some water. I mean, I do that anyway, all day anyway. So, yeah. I'm good. All right. Now, we're going to get into our fairy topic. And this week, we are going to be talking about faux apologies. Okay. So, over I think Friday, as we were going into work, me and my husband was having a discussion. And so, in this discussion, I felt like he was really being genuine and um, he was apologizing to me for something he did. And so, he was looked at me with a sincere heart and he said, I'm sorry you feel that way. And something in me just rose up and I was like, don't say anything because he's like really sincere like he is trying to apologize he was we were having a conversation about him taking accountability and owning up to whatever I'm telling him and so the next thing that came out of his mouth was I'm sorry you feel that way so hmm I was like okay so I took a deep breath and I was like you know what I know your apology was coming from a, a genuine place and you were apologizing however do you know that when you say, I'm sorry, you feel that way, you're not taking accountability for, a, you know, what you've done. It's always, I'm sorry, you feel that way. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, or I'm sorry. Just, I made you feel that way. Like you can't say, I made, yeah, right, I'm sorry. Like just say, I'm sorry and be done with it. So he was like, what are you talking about? And so I went over the conversation. I was like, you know, that's like a faux apology or whatever. And so he was like, where did you get that from? I was like, just Google it and don't worry about it. Like, we're not going to spend our morning arguing about it. And so he Googled it and he texted me back and was like, I looked up what we were talking about. And I probably could have said that different. But I didn't even realize that it was wrong to say it that way. Like, so that was the conversation. And then when I was watching Marriage Medicine, we're gonna get into that right and then dr g and his little funky apology that pretty much was like we need to have this as a topic because people really don't understand how the proper way to apologize Mm -hmm. so that's what we're talking about okay so we have pulled an article from goldcast.com and where did you get your article from i got the other article from psych central so i went all psychology with it okay Mm -hmm. all right and that will be in the show notes 
Okay, yes, we will definitely put that in the show notes um, along with the title of the articles. Um, so the one I put on Goldcast pretty much breaks it down into why it's difficult to say you're sorry, why it's important to apologize, and how to give a genuine apology. So we're going to go back and forth between the articles and touch on all of that. So at least when we are apologizing, we can do it the proper way. Right. Mm-hmm. Just take accountability. Just yes. say I'm sorry. Like if you don't, if, because sometimes you get mixed up, you're like, okay, so what were they saying? What's the proper way to say it? Just say I'm sorry mm-hmm. and be done with it. Mm-hmm. But it's all in how you say it. Because somebody can just be like, I'm sorry. But to me, that doesn't sound genuine. It just sounds like you're aggravated. Right. And you're just saying it to be saying it. So we're going to break it down. Right. So um, it's difficult to say you're sorry. For one, it's an admittance that you may be wrong, which is a threat to your ego and mm-hmm. your pride, which is yep. one of those things you got to sit to the side. When you in a relationship, in a relationship, it ain't enough room for you and your ego. Remember exactly. that. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to go. And so it should be your ego. So pretty much just um, learn and work on how to be objective and admit your mistakes and not allow um, the egocentrism to blind you. Okay. Um, Also, people um, really find it difficult to apologize because it's a confirmation of guilt. Um, And as a result, um, you, it's like you, you have to accept responsibility for the conflict. So most people believe if they do apologize, if they don't apologize, um, then the other person wouldn't realize that, you know, the behavior was wrong. So pretty much apologizing opens the lines of communication and stimulates empathy and understanding on both sides. So you know, you if you apologize, it's not the end of the world. It's actually open up, opening up doors to move forward. Right, because at some point, there's going to be a time when your partner is going to apologize for something that they really didn't do wrong. And so just because at that point, you're allowing the relationship to win instead of an individual winning. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is not a competition. Also, the other person thinks that he or she... Um, is the one who deserves an apology first, so they wait for the other partner to apologize. But this can be toxic for the relationship. Don't wait. Make the first step. Apologizing will only increase your self-respect, not diminish it. Right. So don't be trying to go tit for tat. I'm just going to wait. Don't do that. No, just get it over with. Suck it up. And apologize. You may never have an opportunity to apologize. Like when you feel off of something happened to your mate when you are holding on to that apology. He's so dramatic. No, but I'm <laughs> saying you just never know these days. That's true. They could just fall out and have a heart attack for all you know. That's true. And you holding on to apology because your ego's winning. I know. I'm just saying. All right. Um, the other person might see um, an apology as a way of dwelling on the past. Not the other person, but the person who needs to apologize might see the apology as a way of dwelling on the past when they just want to move on. But if you move forward without first analyzing and understanding your actions and the hurt they caused, then you are likely to repeat the mistake in the future. Right. Because you'll remember that moment. Yes. Especially if your ego died and you know you're going to remember that. Mm-hmm. And this was a one that stood out for me. Some people assume that apologizing is a sign of weakness, but actually it is a hallmark of strength. 
It is an act of generosity and an expression of hope for a rudder rud, for a good relationship. Right. <laughs> um, Requested sent. Yes. Whatever um, that is. It is in fact an <laughs> act of bravery, which is which sub which is subjects people to the risk of humiliation. And some people just believe that they are not worthy of forgiveness. So they cling to excuses like, oh, my partner won't forgive me. Why should I even try? But thoughts like this can actually be extremely destructive to the relationship because the helplessness it breeds stop the offending party from taking the actions required to heal and mend. Yeah. So we're going to touch on the benefits of apologizing. You want to take that, Tanisha? Yeah. When you say that you're sorry really mean that you're sorry. It restores the dignity and the hurt the person makes to make them feel better. The offended party who receives the apology develops empathy toward the offender, which transforms the feeling of hurt into a feeling of forgiveness. And we all know forgiveness is important in a relationship. An apology may restore trust, understanding in the relationship because it contributes safety and makes both the receiver and the giver feel comfortable and respected. Who doesn't want to feel comfortable and respected in a relationship? Exactly. And it also helps um, you guys to stay emotionally connected. Okay. And one thing that I want to add on here that, well, in this whole conversation that's not on here, is that just have sex. Say you're sorry and have sex. Okay. Moving on to number four. (laughs) An effective um, apology doesn't just heal the wound for the other person. It will dissolve. Dissolve your guilt too. Eventually, you'll develop a sense of self-respect and the ability to move on quickly, which is important in a relationship. And it it also serves as a deterrent so you don't repeat the same mistake over and over and over again. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't be a repeat offender. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Um, And here are a couple of tips for just giving a genuine apology. So, again, when you're sorry, mean it. You know, deep regret goes further than just saying you're sorry. Deep regret says that if I could turn the clock back and if I could do it, do anything about it, I would have liked to avoid it. So before you even apologize, recognize your fault and make the apology very specific. So that way the person who is receiving it knows you're not just giving a blanket apology like it is specific to whatever caused you to have to apologize. Also take responsibility for your actions and don't be defensive. And please do not look for excuses. That goes back to mirror to medicine with the but. You cannot apologize and say but. But. <laughs> right. Yes. There's no buts. Yes. Just ands. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm guilty of that. So I was, instead of saying but, I will not say but. I'm guilty of that too, but I'm working on it. And so I just make it a point, but, but it, and. That's yes. how it goes. But, you know, it's it, it's not going to change overnight. Mm-hmm. Everybody is a work in progress. Right. So keep mm-hmm. working. Okay. And the manner is important. Make sure that your body language expresses what you feel. Always apologize in person. Don't be sending nothing over no text messages. Like, let's get back to the way it was when we actually talk to each other face-to-face. Call me and apologize Call me. Yes. If, yes. If we can't do a face-to-face, pick up that phone. Let's, let's hear each other. Because you can lose a, a lot in the context of a text. Right. Because you might think it says, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And it really was like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. And if you are apologizing in person, be sure to make eye contact. Keep your arms uncrossed. Mm-hmm. Put away your phone and focus on that person. 
um, these clues will help to show that you really do want to rebuild trust. Yeah. I think those are all great tips. They are. All great tips. So, you know, we're all trying to figure this thing out. And we're not always born with the skills that are needed to apologize. And we may not even realize, like my husband, he didn't even realize he did anything wrong. And I didn't make a big deal out of it. I just felt like it was a moment for us both to learn. And I knew he was sincere in his apology. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted him to know that when you say, I'm sorry I made you feel like that. So I came across an article from Psych Central, and it kind of lists like insecure apologies and listed some of those. And the first one on there was, I'm sorry I made you feel that way, or I'm sorry you feel that way, and then I'm sorry if I offended you. And they also said, I'm sorry, but aren't you being a little too sensitive? I would have been heated about that one, but you know, you know how that goes. So you pretty, right? Like, how are you just going to call me out like that? I'm just pissed. Right. So, you know, it's all great tips on having the conversation. And I know a lot of times women and men don't want to apologize because of the whole, oh, that makes me seem like I'm weak or I didn't do anything wrong. Well, let the relationship win and just apologize. Yes. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yes. We all can win. We're all winners. We're all winners. The relationship wins. Yeah. Your ego just has to die. Yes. And when the relationship wins, everybody Everybody wins. wins. All right. So now it's time for our business buzz. We like to give a shout out to um, businesses that help couples. So it could be anything from like sitters to just date nights or anything that is helping the relationship. We'd like to um, give a shout out to in our business buzz. So this week I am going to shout out Rikisha C. House of Beauty. Rikisha makes me feel good. And if I feel good, the hubby's going to feel good. So um, she hooks it up with her different styles of crochet braiding as well as um, weaves and just general um, beauty and maintenance of your hair. And I located Miss Rakisha a couple of years ago when I set an appointment with somebody who was supposed to come to my home and do my hair. Mm. They did not show up at the last minute and it was for my birthday slash housewarming party so Rakesha fit me in like at a moment's notice and I have loved her doing my crochet braids ever since um she also does braids my daughter's hair um, when I need a good french braid so you can find her on booksy.com and her contact information is 313-207-9876 she is serving the um middle tennessee area and um she like every time i go to her it's like we have never stopped talking to each other like we just pick right back up like it's like talking to your cousin so Mm -hmm. please check out miss rakisha and again she's on booksy under rakisha c house of beauty and i will put this in the show notes yes she hooks my hair up too Mm -hmm. and it's you know the first time i met her i felt like i known her all my life she's like a cool girlfriend yeah so I absolutely love her and she always takes good care of my hair Mm -hmm. and you know how they be like she got them growing hands she does yes she takes she's like a hair care specialist yeah she grew the rest of my relax out (laughs) right (laughs) okay and I have I just want to give another business buzz shout out today while, while I'm at work I listen to podcasts all day so I was listening to Getting Grown because that's like one of my top favorites outside of my own. And right. um, 
they had, and I've heard of this person. I saw her on Instagram, and um, she is the student loan doctor. Ooh. And they had her on the show today. And let me tell you, I the student loan, she is, she that one. Like, she not only helps people who are currently dealing with student loans and how to navigate to get rid of them. Um, by paying them off and down. Um, but she also talks about teaching people how to budget, um, how to get their finances in order when they are ready to purchase a home, as well as getting with kids who are about to go to college and like really, you know, going through the process of, you know, are you going to need student loans? Mm-hmm. Is this the school you really want to go to? Because this is what you're going to be paying out of pocket. Can you afford this? Like, they, it seems like she has keep it real conversations. Right. And I absolutely love that. So this is beneficial as far as couplehood because, you know, when we merge together, we merge in debt. Right. Um, for us who do have the student loans. Right. Um, so I'm going to list her in the show notes as well. Um, and you can listen to her interview to, um, on Getting Grown. Um, I think the episode came out today. So they come out every Tuesday. And her website is thestudentloandoctorllc.com. And it'll just list all of the information on the services she provides. And she's located in Philly, but... She works with people all over the country. They pretty much do it via phone and via Skype. And she has some free web courses as well on her site. So Mm -hmm. please check her out because you know, like I know, these student loans ain't no joke. Nope. All right. It is time for some Rache Reality. Okay. This final episode of the reunion show for Married to Medicine had me miss the eye. I was crying too, girl. And talking to the TV, like, Shady D was like, Mommy, why are you yelling at the TV? Yeah, I, w- I was thinking talking. I was like, I was yelling. I had some frustration with one particular gentleman. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, I took plenty of notes because I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And did you see the expression on her face? Like, I was all over the place. I was... And I was sad that the show, like, the season has ended. Like, I just need them to come back on in a couple of weeks it was like an emotional <laughs> roller coaster it for was. me it was it was an emotional roller coaster it for me was. that's all I can say I started off it came on and I was like because I was really concerned about quad because I am not used to seeing her so angry and I was like what happened mm-hmm. and so I kept saying something had to happen to make her like that mm-hmm. and then I was like mm, mm, mm. yes 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 so, Greg, we're going to start off with Greg. Talk, so let's start with Dr. G. Done met the woman at the hotel. Right. And she done is, tried to extort his ass. Mm-hmm. That's and what his ass get. Right. Because you know better. Mm-hmm. You know better. And you're going to take it to a hotel. And then you're going to put the hotel name. Yeah. Hotel in your name. What? Uh, the invoice. The quad pays the bills, right? So, she's going to see that. Yes. See, that's messy. See, that's messy. Mm-hmm. He wanted her to see that. Of course. Petty. Screaming out He's for attention. He's very immature, immature. I've been saying that the whole time. You have. How immature he is. You have. And he acted like, I swear, it was like a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so immature in the whole conversation. And he's just so self-righteous sitting up there like, like she owes him something. Yes. She don't owe you nothing. No. Like, he, it's like for Ugh. him, it's a big deal to take care of her. That's your wife. You're, suppo- you're supposed, you're supposed to, take to take care of her. You're supposed to take care of each other. So, for you to provide her with a home and all that stuff, like, that's that's a given. And? That's what I, I kept screaming at TV. And? My husband's like, who are you talking to? 
too. And I was like, don't worry about it. I was getting frustrated <laughs> with him. I was like, we're not going to argue over this stupid show. Because I was so heated. Mm-hmm. I was completely engulfed in that whole reunion yes. show. Yes. Yes. So what tripped me out about it was, of course, she found out on the shade room. And then he tries to say, well, I told her about it. No, you told her about it after she found out because you needed her to help you. Right. Because you was going to get extorted. Yes. Like, that's messy to mm-hmm. me. I need you to tell me about it when you get home. Yes. Smelling like that chick because you done laid up with her. So I'm not even. I heard that there was more of what went on. Like there was some oral gratification going on with them in that room. That's what I read on the blog. Because, really? you know, I don't get on blogs because I feel like they're messy. But sometimes I just need. Like don't this act show. like you don't like messy stuff. We watch the show. I know we watch the <laughs> show, but I'm just saying, like, I don't normally get on the blogs like I used to. Mm-hmm. And then I just was so engulfed in this. I had to go to the, like, social media and the blogs to figure out, like, what are they saying about this chick? Mm-hmm. Like, I had to figure out what Tammy looked like and everything. Like, oh, yeah, I was, yeah. I spent the weekend sending you um, picture yeah, you messages. you sent me that picture of Tammy. I'm like, who the hell is Tammy? And then I finally watched the show. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um... So, yeah, so that really does confirm a lot of Quad's anger. Anger, yeah, and, which um, is warranted. Yes. I just thought she was crazy, angry Quad. Yes. Like, all those times when they were, like, I think they were either on a boat or somewhere, and she was just so angry, and they were, like, trying to call her to the carpet about how she's sensitive mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. And I was like, why is she acting like mm-hmm. that? Now I know. Her yeah. heart was broken. It was. It was. Mm. And her heart was broken, and he was still being a dick. Donkey. All day long. And I'm like, you don't even deserve to act the way you deserve acting. No. No. So um, she, of course, kept it under wraps from everybody. Mm-hmm. Which she was probably embarrassed. Embarrassed, yeah. She was probably really. Did you see her look on her face when he said something yeah. about it? She was like, oh, now the cat's out the bed. Yeah. Because you can't live in secrecy anymore. Like, yeah. everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like while I was watching it, like, seeing everybody's reaction, like, Contessa's face was priceless right she was like, oh my gosh not even contessa face what's um toya husband name um eugene eugene mm-hmm. eugene's face eugene mm-hmm. just had a, a look of disappointment mm-hmm. like really dude like mm-hmm. yes <sighs> um so let's see here um and you know dr damon had to mellow it out yeah always <laughs> we gotta talk about forgiveness i know <laughs> And, you know, like, I absolutely love, like, how he, his approach and how he comes about things. Because he's, like, the even kill. He is. He's, like, the menthol of the relationship. Ah! He cools it all down. Not menthol. Right. You know I love me some menthol. All things menthol. Not cigarettes, though. Just, like, Vicks Vapor Rub, cough syrup, cough drops. But he's, he's like, cool like he that. He is. He and is. he's, like, even kill. Like, I love that about mm-hmm. him. So, yeah, it was. Yes. And I noticed um, Heavenly toward the end of the episode saying, you know, seeing everybody else's what they've been going through will make her more open Mm -hmm. to discussing what goes on between her and Dr. Damon. So as I'm listening to Dr. Damon talk, because, you know, me and the hubs have went to the retreat. Retreat, right. So some of the the phrase he kept saying, marriage is a choice, mm-hmm. I feel like they probably went it's to that there. same re- retreat. Right. They probably had, girl, he's married to heaven. I he know. He needs hella therapy. Yes. Because yes. she is a hell raiser. Mm-hmm. You know, but she's working on herself, though. Whatever. Yeah. I, Everyone's working on themselves every what? day. Mm. <laughs> 
She probably raising hell right now. Yes. Um. So let's see. Let's get on Cecil and Simone. Yeah. Okay. That was um, the highlight of the show for me. It really was. Like that's what had me like in tears. I wasn't in tears, but I I got misty. Well, you you know you hardcore. You don't be crying <laughs> like that. But you know I cried the drop drop of the dime. So yeah. So I was crying. I was like, oh, because I really thought it was a lost cause for them. Mm -hmm. Like, I really thought there was no coming back. And you know what? Big shouts out to Toya. Like, I don't always like Toya because I I feel like she be acting messy sometimes and she stirs the pot a little bit too much. I think she's certified. I think she just keep it real. No, but you know, she know all them women do not like Mariah and she bring her. That's true. Yeah. Like I'm saying. But even as much as I really don't care for Mariah that much, like even in throughout the episodes and just seeing all the marriages going through what they're going through and knowing that she's been through things like I see her relating to everybody and trying to give you right. know some words of advice she she's really working on herself mm-hmm. she's not like she was the season before last I can tell that she's really making imp- improvements mm-hmm. and trying hard it's just the ladies hadn't really forgave her for mm-hmm. everything she's done so big shouts out to Toya like her sitting there talking to Simone and she mm-hmm. was like okay he gets rid of Tammy now what yeah like, what that's you gonna a, do what you gonna do yes and she's she's really been fighting for them more she than really has right more than Simone's fault for her own marriage yes. so I was like wow girl and I, I wanted to give her half ass I did too and I really felt like watching the episode that Simone was fighting more for the divorce Right. Then the mayor, she's like, no, it's done. I don't want to talk about it no more. Like, this is where I am. And I'm like, it's not like y'all can do this mm-hmm. if you want it to. Right. It's so. not that it's not that hard to just let we like we said in the apology conversation, mm-hmm. let your ego let die your ego go. to for the relationship to win. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Mm hmm. And then when she was like, well, take my seat. And she was like, he don't want to sit by me. And when he sat down by her, I was like, oh, that's what needed to happen. That's what needed. They needed that moment. They did. Dr. Jackie, she was kind of in the way. She, I love That was a little odd. I know. She was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch this. But I mean, I just felt like she was everybody else watching this show. Like when they finally, you know, said, started talking to each other. And she was like, yes. I was like, yes, Dr. Jackie, that's because she. She knows what it's like to be yes. in that place. And I know her and Dr. Simone are like super tight. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, let them have their moment. But I was like, can you scoot over a little bit? <laughs> can you scoot over a little bit? So, yeah. But what about, I tell you the moment that I just wanted to like go up to Heavenly and give her some daps. And y'all know I really don't always, I don't really care for her that often. I don't care for her personality, Heavenly. Mm-hmm. But when she was like, fuck Tammy, yeah. I was right there with her. Why, she, why is he fighting for her? Like, I was right there with her. Like, really? Like, who is this Tammy chick? Yes. And, and why, why do you love her? Yes. Why do you love Tammy? Like, I was hot. At, I was hot. And I was like, where's Cecil? Mm-hmm. Cecil needs to talk to his homeboy. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. What kind of trip um, that I liked between everything that was going on was actually with Heavenly. Some it, to me, it could have been an apology to Mariah when she was like these talking about Cecil and Simone talking about, you know, these just two people who need to put their egos aside like me and, he- and Mariah. Yeah, that need w- to do it. That I was, was like, see, she she know. 
yeah, that was just like a slick apology. Yes. But I need her to fess up and own up to her stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She need to listen to the podcast mm-hmm. for the part about apologizing. Because <laughs> that was like a side eye. I'm going to dip my water in this whole apology thing, but not really apologize. But at least she could have, she acknowledged she it. She acknowledged it. And that's the first step. With a crayon in her hand, Shut ready up. to draw on her face. <laughs> that was so shady. That was so shady. Oh, my gosh. And I just felt like I loved how everybody rallied around Simone and Cecil to get them, like, back on track. Like, the things to me that Simone was saying was the reasons why, you know, like, the marriage fell apart. She's like, I got to film the show. I got to go to work. I'm like, you don't have to film the show. Right. That's optional. That is optional. first. Yes. But what about that half of being up in their house? Why was she in their house for eight eight days? days? Oh, no, Tammy, you got to go. Yes. House guest, she broke the real house guest No, she lives in Atlanta. I know. Why are you in my house? Yes. You got to go. Yes. I said, uh, I was talking to my husband. I said, so um, would you have your female friend up in the house for eight days? He said, first of all, the female friend ain't going to be able to stay in the house for eight hours, let alone eight days. (laughs) I was like, yeah, because she would have to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't do that. Yeah. I need her to know, like, Mm -hmm. house guest rules. Right. Like, she done overstepped her boundaries. She, Who gave she her that really right? Has. She, Cecil. You know what? I think for, to be perfectly honest, in the beginning, Simone may have used that to preoccupy her so she could work. Probably. And they could go out and hang out. Because, you know, she's she's not, she doesn't really look like his type. No, not at all. She don't look like anybody's type. Oh, Okay. <laughs> She looks like a golf buddy. She probably got a friend or something. She, I don't know. She may. But they were having an emotional relationship. They were having an emotional affair. Kinda. Right. I, yeah. I feel like they had something. Even if it was, even if they were connecting over golf. Yeah. Something was going on. Mm-hmm. He was like, I love her. What? That was the one thing Simone wanted to hear. Yeah. That hurt my heart when yeah. he said that. I wanted to throw the phone at him. Yeah. I might pinch him if I see him out. Just a little pinch. Good be luck like, with that. I probably won't see him outside. Okay. I probably won't even recognize him. I know. People do look different when they're they outside of where you normally see them. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I see my neighbors out and I'd be like, oh. Are your coworkers? You see your coworkers? She'd be like, oh, is that such and such? You look different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're but, not surrounded by the gray walls of doom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know how you like your job. Oh, no. I like my job. I'm good. Yeah. Um, what else? That was pretty much all I got from it is just those moments. Yes. Beautifulness of the marriage winning mm-hmm. and the egos dying. Mm-hmm. And so that was everything to me. Yeah. So I know based off of that situation that I, if I ever get in a situation where I feel like quitting, I know that I can refer in my memory back to that when they were like out. So I really didn't think they were going to make it. I was like real, really rooting for them. Mm-hmm. But somewhere in my mind, I was like, I just want to see if the paperwork is final mm-hmm. but they made it and i'm proud and i'm happy yeah and they're winning yeah and when oh when andy said the devil did win yes i was like yes yes it was it was a great show it was i can't episode. wait to next season i can't either um i know the one thing that kind of got me was that nobody was really rally- rallying around greg and Quad. i saw that because <laughs> i feel like they just know <laughs> you know what? I saw that, but I think in a sense, Quad might be a little humiliated at this point. I'm sure she is. And so I wonder if that's going to add to the extraness. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you saw that on my Facebook page. Did you see um, Pastor John Gray talking about marriage? 
with no. Quad at the table. You know, she has that talk show with yeah. the girls. You've got to watch that. Because mm-hmm. he kind of goes over what a husband's supposed to be. And if y'all watch that and y'all see that clip and you look at her face, she was like, yeah, you are so on point. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to watch it. It's like really okay, amazing. Okay. I had my husband listen to it a couple of times. I was trying to drop a hint, but I didn't say nothing. I don't know if he got it or not. He might have received it. Yeah, he ain't gonna tell me. Well, he might say something. He he's might. he's transitioning at this point. <laughs> no, like really, he's really like when I tell him something, he listens. Good, a little bit. Okay. Like I got it when I. What did we call it the other time when we gotta have when we call sex some demands? Ah, oh, um, what I say? Well, anyway, okay. If he's sexed up, he listens. Okay, mm-hmm. that's when we have the good conversations. Whatever works. Whatever works. <laughs> he can receive it. You can receive this knowledge. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, um, I think the next shows we're going to do our reality trash on will probably be Marriage Boot Camp and mm. Housewives of Potomac. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to Housewives of Potomac. You know, I used to live in the DMV, so it's kind of close to my heart. They're just okay for me. Like, I'm a housewife of Atlanta kind of chick. Yeah. So, yeah. I pretty much are all over them but Mm -hmm. they're okay they're a little different they're like real bougie maybe that's why i like they're like fake bougie (laughs) like that one lady she's like hiding behind the fact that she's living in a hotel or something that one the older lady oh no i thought they moved into a bigger house i don't know what they got okay well she was hiding that they didn't live in pg county no more and i'm like it's not a big deal it's It's really not that serious You know what? When you get older, you downsize anyway. You Why do you need all Why? that house exactly. to clean up? Who wants to clean all that? I know. This is your retirement years. Mm-hmm. Well, it is fairy tale moment time. Um, one of our listeners wrote in to us and wanted to give a shout out to her man. Um, just to thank him for buying her a car. Like, oh, how wow. sweet is that? that like, is she, she got a new whip. Yes. Yeah, that's most definitely a fairy tale moment. Yes. That's a carriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is, he got you a carriage, girl. Mm-hmm. So you can be carriaging around them kids. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that would be. I a didn't carriage. get all the details, okay. but I mean, that was more than enough. Like, right. That's my boo bought me a car. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Fairy tale moment. So Woo-hoo. let's shout out our listeners, Boo, for getting her a new whip. I know that's right. And I have another fairy moment. Um, my little one made me breakfast two days in a row. Aww. And again, she is six years old, so she knows how to use the toaster because, you know, I'm raising an independent, dependent woman. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So At six. Yes. Yeah, so um, sh- I got some English muffins, and she sees that I normally toast them and put a – pretty much just make myself a turkey and cheese sandwich in the morning since Mm -hmm. I've been doing this diet. So yesterday she toasted me um, an English muffin without anything on it. And I just came in and threw some turkey and cheese on it. So this morning when I came into the kitchen, she was like, look, mommy, I have breakfast already ready for you. And she had me a little English muffin, turkey and cheese sandwich. I was like, thank you. So thank you. Shady. She made my morning. Oh, that's not Shady D. That's Sunny D. That's Sunny D. That's Sunny D. Yeah. Sorry. That's Mm -hmm. Sunny D. See, she's a ray of sunshine. That is super sweet. It was. Three days old, and then she would, like, fall back on us. Early Early in life, we knew she was going to be problematic. Because she would just get upset with whatever we were doing when she was three days old and just be ready to jump back on us and cry. That was 
That was her, yeah. Th- that was a shady D moment. Yeah. Yeah. Early on. But I knew was, something was going to be up when we was still in the hospital and she threw that pacifier out, out the bassinet. I was like, how do you even know how to grip that shit? Right. <laughs> right. The girl, that's that creamy crack you was giving her. I know. She was strong. She was. She I was strong. Fat. What, when she was little? When, when she used to get the creamy, the yeah. creamy crack. Oh, I miss nursing her. <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I don't, there can't be nothing to to replicate that no so. not at all no i'm you don't done want her chewing on you now no no she no 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 she got no. teeth and everything no yeah uh, some people out there still doing it but yeah that's not for me all right so we are going to wrap this up we'll put all the things we talked about in the show notes please like us and subscribe and we are now on itunes, iTunes. um so it will still be it's not a fairy tale so please like and subscribe right. us right we are um, on our way, girl. And let us know um, what you like about the topic. If you have anything you want to add, if you have topic ideas, please um, email us at it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail. Or you can DM us on the gram because it is mm-hmm. it's underscore not a fairy tale. Or on Facebook, it's not a fairy tale. Um, and just let us know what you're thinking, what you want to hear. If you have business buzzes, like we definitely want to yes. shout you out. Um, and also, if you have fairy moments, because we got to, you know, we got to say yay and thank you to the things that our loved ones are doing right. for us. Because it's not always about things that are that we're struggling with. There's some great moments in between. It is. It really is. It really is. Yes, so you guys enjoy the rest of your week, and we will be back on next Thursday. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, MILFed. You've been MILFed. Now what? Own it, love it, wear it. Now selling four-in-one Milkanista nursing covers. It can be worn as an infinity scarf, used as a nursing cover for when you feel uncomfortable, and let's be clear, not for when you want to make other people comfortable. Because nursing is a beautiful thing. The cover can also be used as a car seat cover to keep germy hands away and as a shopping cart cover for when your baby is exploring everything with their sweet little mouths. Milk and Easter nursing covers can be found at milf-accessories.myshopify.com And for our listeners, you can get $3 off your order with the promo code It's Not a Fairy Tale.